Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene bonus episode. Hi. So, Desi. Yes. Today we are going to be talking about fad diets. Ooh. Now, everyone knows about some of the more popular fad diets like the paleo diet and the keto diet, which is like the hot diet right now. Uh, you know, obviously the Atkins diet. But we're going to be talking about some classic, weird, off-the-wall diets, as well as some... Uh, lesser known fad diets that are just fucking bizarre. Okay, cool. And this will be a reoccurring series, so buckle up. (laughs) Okay, the first diet we're going to talk about is called fruititarianism. And it's not just a diet, it's a lifestyle. Do you know about fruititarianism? I don't think I do. I mean, it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. Well, you might have heard that its most famous fruititarian was Steve Jobs. Oh. Uh, Ashton Kutcher actually went on the fruititarian diet when he was preparing for his role as Steve Jobs in the movie Jobs. Okay, okay. And he got really sick while he was on it. Oh. He had, uh, his pancreas was like shutting down and Steve Jobs died of pancreatic cancer. I remember that he did try to treat his illness with like a diet. Fruititarianism, I, I don't have like the exact origin, but it seems to have started in the 70s. What? <laughs> And uh, basically, the diet is you only eat fruits, nuts, and seeds. And the philosophy behind it, it's more a spiritual approach than a weight loss Uh motivated diet. And the whole spiritual idea behind it, the whole principle is that, you know, you only eat foods that naturally fall to the ground. So you're not actually (laughs) picking things or digging things up or disrupting the earth. You're like, oh, oh, they fell. They fell. So it's, it's free. It's free, <laughs> free food. It's free food now. And obviously, you're not eating any animal products on this diet. Mm-hmm. Um, even if a pig falls from a tree. Even if, like, you see a <laughs> roadkill, that's not part of the fruitarian okay. diet. Yeah. Okay. Even okay. though, with their logic, I feel like, well, wouldn't you be allowed to? It's I think so. offered up to the earth. But they're like, I don't want squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, like I said, there's no harvesting vegetables because it's apparently too harmful to plants. It's too disruptive. Uh, This diet claims that it eliminates toxins from the body. That's always something with fad diets. They're like, it eliminates toxins. I'm like, you know what else eliminates toxins? Your liver. Yeah. That's what it's there for. That's what it's there for. (laughs) Okay. Um, Obviously, weight loss is a side effect and, (laughs) and the spiritual aspect. So here is a sample diet of like, here's a day, here's a sample menu. Uh, And this is from uh, the website Birdie, which is a lifestyle beauty website, uh, fashion website. And uh, there was an article, this girl, she went on the fruitarian diet for a week. And so this was a sample of what she ate uh, on one particular day. Breakfast, a big smoothie with three bananas, blueberries, dates, and about a cup of coconut milk. Okay, that's that's okay. Morning snack, a handful of dried peaches. <laughs> Lunch, two massive bowls of fruit salad filled with bananas, grapes, and berries, followed by a vitamin B12 supplement. Because you're not getting enough <laughs> nutrients, clearly. <laughs> Afternoon snack, a handful of dried figs. Oof. Dinner. A large bowl of chopped avocado, cucumber, and tomato dressed with olive oil, lemon, salt, and pepper. I guess you can have tomatoes and cucumbers because they're on the vine. Like they drop on the ground. Right. Because they're technically fruits. Okay. Dessert. This is awful. A a bag of raw almonds. You know how I feel about this. (laughs) (laughs) I, I have like a severe 
anger issue directed at people who are like, and for a snack, I just had a handful of almonds. I do too. It's like, how the fuck is that a snack? (laughs) You don't know what snacks are if you think five or 10 almonds. Like, I hate when I see that in a diet. It's like, I'd rather eat like 800 cucumbers than have five fucking almonds for a snack. I'm not kidding. It's depressing. It's depressing. Even though I know it's healthy. It's not satisfying though. No. I'm not going to have five fucking almonds. Well, whenever some like fitness guru is like, and I'm totally satisfied with my five almond snack, it's like, well, you clearly don't have the same kind of relationship to food that I do. It's the satisfied part that bothers me. Really? Just You're don't satisfied? lie to me. Like, I'm not satisfied by anything unless I'm eating a large quantity of them. And I can't imagine even wanting a large quantity of raw almonds. No. Come on. At least toast them. At least like put some seasoning on them <laughs> or something. Right, like, right. Okay, so the fruitarian diet is obviously not healthy. It uh, deprives you of a lot of essential nutrients you need. I mean, you're just eating fruit. And the blogger who was talking about being on the fruitarian diet, she's like, did I go to the bathroom a lot on this diet? Yes. Yes, I did. Well, duh, because you're only eating fruit. Also, fruit has a lot of sugar in it. Well, that probably keeps you from, like, feeling faint, right? Like... (sighs) I don't know. Whenever people go on these like starvation diets, essentially, and they're like, I had so much energy. I'm like, that sounds like mania. Yeah. Cause you're like in starvation mode and your body's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. your body's like, look for food. Here's some energy to go hunt. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So our next diet is a more well-known fad diet. This is like one of the classic fad diets. It's the cabbage soup diet. I've done it. You have? Of course. I mean, this was really popular in the 80s. That's when it kind of started. I think I did it later than that, but it was a, it was like something that always pops up every once in a yes, while. And they're, I think my mom did it, so I was like, oh, I'll do that. And there's, Like when I was way too young to right. be dieting. And there's been people who have like tried to revamp the cabbage diet. So it's very calorie restrictive, which is honestly why you lose the weight. It's not the cabbage. It's you not eating enough food. Yeah. Um, it's designed to be a short-term diet for weight loss, which as has been proven is never a successful route to take because you will end up just putting the weight back on. Here is a sample menu for your cabbage soup seven day diet. Okay. Day one, fruit. Eat all the fruit you want except bananas. So the only satisfying, like the only yeah, one that might fill you up. The only filling one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Except bananas. Eat only your soup and fruit for the first day. So you're only allowed to have cabbage soup the first day. And the soup is literally like cabbage and water. Water. I think it has celery. (laughs) (laughs) And lemon juice, probably. It's like a a mixture of vegetables, but they're all like the the low-cal, like free vegetables, like vegetables that are usually like unlimited, you know? Right. For drinks, unsweetened teas, cranberry juice, and water. Day two. Vegetables. Eat until you are stuffed with all (laughs) fresh, raw, or cooked vegetables of your choice. To eat leafy green vegetables, or try to eat leafy green vegetables and stay away from beans, peas, and corn. Again, all the vegetables that would actually fill you up. I love when diets try to sell you like as much as you want. Right. But it's all like lettuce. Yeah. Eat as much. Eat as much cucumber. (laughs) It's, It's garbage. That's a trick. Yeah, eat all the vegetables you want along with your soup. At dinner, reward yourself with a big baked potato with butter. Wait, yeah. that sounds good. <laughs> that does sound good. Do not eat fruit today. <laughs> Day three, mix days one and two. Eat all the soup, fruits, and vegetables you want. No baked potato. 
So you only get that one baked potato. Oh, that's like the best day of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Day four, bananas and skim milk. Eat, oh. <laughs> eat as many as eight bananas. What? <laughs> <laughs> and drink as many glasses of skim milk as you would like. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. As On, many glasses of skim milk as I like. Along with your soup. This day is supposed to lessen your desire for sweets because you're so sick of fucking bananas. I would skip the skim milk. Day five, beef and tomatoes. I remember this day. (laughs) 10 to 20 ounces of beef and up to six fresh tomatoes. Drink at least six to eight glasses of water this day and wash the uric or to wash the uric acid from your body. Eat your soup at least once this day. You may eat broiled or baked chicken instead of beef but absolutely no skin on chicken. If you prefer, you can substitute broiled fish for beef on one of the beef days, but not both. Day six, beef and vegetables. Eat your heart's content of beef and vegetables all day. You can have two or three steaks if you like. <laughs> With leafy green vegetables, no baked potato. Eat your soup I at love least how they once. have to keep saying no baked potato because <laughs> people are like, can I have the baked potato? <laughs> They're like, no, you fat bitch. No, <laughs> like they have to keep reminding people. Right. No, no. I see you, Carol, wanting to ask about the baked potato again. And no, no baked potato. <laughs> Day seven, brown rice, unsweetened fruit juices and vegetables. Again, stuff, stuff, stuff yourself. Be sure to eat your soup at least once this day. Day eight and beyond. The cabbage soup diet is not suitable for long-term weight loss. This diet is not or this diet is a low-fat, high-fiber diet that will help you get into shape before you embark on a more moderate long-term eating plan. So it's a, it's a crash diet. And the other thing about the cabbage soup diet is it makes you fart a lot. Yeah. Like it's cruciferous. It gives you a lot of gas. Okay. Fart, fart, fart. <laughs> fart as much as you want. You go, girl. <laughs> Be careful at your aerobics class. <laughs> Careful getting into the squat position. (laughs) Careful with those leg lifts. (laughs) The baked potato reminder is so hilarious. And that you only get it on one day. That's cruel. That's so cruel. It's like the second day so you don't give up. I I think so. Right. It's like here. And and then that's why people are like, well, is the baked potato coming back? (laughs) Beauty should be good for you. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started in 2013, disrupting the beauty industry by shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products that we use daily. Today, Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than even their like-minded competitors. So what do we mean by clean? Over 1,800 questionable ingredients are never used in Beauty Counter's formulations. They call this their never list. You can learn more at beautycounter.com, where you're also going to want to check out their incredible products. Best of all, if you're a new customer and you order through March 15th, you'll get free shipping on your order of $100 or more when you use the code HOLLYWOOD. Once again, to get free shipping on your order of $100 or more, go to beautycounter.com and use the code HOLLYWOOD. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy, getting out of it is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. 
Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. I know firsthand that there's nothing more frustrating than trying to pay something down and your payments are pretty much just paying off the interest. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. So free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is top-ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash Hollywood to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash Hollywood. The five bite diet. Oh boy. (laughs) This diet is relatively new for how wild it is. Uh, It was created by Dr. Alwyn Lewis. And this is a quote from this SF gate about the diet. On this diet, you skip breakfast and are allowed only five bites of food at lunch and five bites of food at dinner. You can also drink as much as you want as long as you stick to beverages without calories. Even if you take really large bites and eat foods high in calories, this will still be a low-calorie crash diet, most likely providing fewer than 800 calories a day. This is an eating disorder Disguised as a diet. I can't even imagine how big my bites would be. Right. <laughs> you would I would literally shove a... I would like dislocate my jaw like a snake and right. shove like a whole baked potato in my mouth. You would deep throat a chili <clears throat> cheese dog. I mean, it's insane right. how I would be breaking this rules of this diet <laughs> or stretching the rules of this diet. Right. Five bites. That's irritating. That's oh. awful. Okay. Here's a very famous one. The grapefruit diet. Oh, Yes. This originated in the 1930s. It was also known as the Hollywood diet. This diet proposes eating a grapefruit or grapefruit juice with every meal as grapefruit is alleged to have fat-burning enzymes, Mm -hmm. which is definitely some pseudoscience right there. Here is a sample menu of the grapefruit diet. For breakfast, two boiled eggs, two slices of bacon, and half a grapefruit or eight ounces of grapefruit juice. For lunch... Salad with any dressing, any meat in any amount, and half a grapefruit or eight ounces of grapefruit juice. So my salad would be a little bit of iceberg lettuce, fried chicken, and ranch dressing. Yeah. That's what I would do. And it would be like three portions. Yeah. You didn't say. (laughs) Dinner. Any kind of meat prepared anyway. So fried chicken again. Yeah. Or fried shrimp. Salad or, or red and green vegetables. Coffee or tea. Half grapefruit or eight ounces of grapefruit juice. Now, this is where it's just crazy. A bedtime snack, eight ounces of skim milk. That is not a snack. What is... Could you ever drink a glass of skim milk? Never. That is so repulsive to me. That is like blue water. It's so so gross to me. Like, No, 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 no. Not at all. And it's not a snack. That's a beverage. Come on. Stop it. I don't want that. I love grapefruit, but I can't have it because it interacts with antidepressants. Oh, really? Yeah. You can't have it if you're uncertain antidepressants. Like it dilutes them. Is it just grapefruit or all citrus? It's just grapefruit. Oh, that's weird. And I love grapefruit. Yeah, me too. So I, I haven't like had it. it in like over a decade. I love grapefruit. I know. I know. Okay. 
This diet is called the werewolf diet. What? And I will be reading an excerpt from Shape magazine. This is a diet that uh, was a fad, not a very popular fad, but it came out a few years ago. Okay. This is from Shape. This is the deal. There are actually two diet plans for those wishing to lose weight. The first one is called the basic moon diet plan, and it consists of a 24-hour fasting period in which only liquids such as water and juice are consumed. According to Moon Connection, a website advocating this diet, the moon affects the water in your body. Therefore, the timing of your fast is very important and must occur exactly at the very second when the new moon or full moon occurs. Also, per this site, you could lose up to six pounds in one 24-hour period. That seems not true at all. What, do you cut off an arm? I mean, it could be just water weight. But six pounds of water weight? I have no idea. In a, no, that's impossible. I need to know the weight of the person starting. Right. <laughs> Since you would only be fasting once a month, really no harm done, you would lose water weight and then probably gain it back immediately. So what's the point? <laughs> so the second diet plan is the extended moon diet plan. In this version, all phases of the moon are covered. Full moon, waning moon, waxing moon, and new moon. During the full and new moon phase, 24-hour fasting is encouraged... Same as the basic plan. During the waning moon period, one can only consume solid foods, but with around eight glasses of water a day to, quote, encourage detoxification. Then, during the waxing moon, you may eat less than usual without starving yourself and are advised not to eat after 6 p.m., like a werewolf, when the moon's light becomes more visible. With this plan, you would be fasting more and therefore putting yourself at risk for side effects such as fatigue, irritability, and dizziness. Um, okay. So whatever it goes on. That's crazy. <clears throat> Who knows the moon phases? Like For me, that? the diet I go on has to be like, you can't eat any of this food. That's all I have to think about. Right. Like that's why I like low carb. Cause it's like, okay, don't eat any bread or sugar. Got it. Right. Right. <laughs> and everything else is fine. Right. Like, I can't do where I have to like check the moon phase <laughs> 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 or even like Counting calories can be too much for me. Like, or even on keto is hard because you have to count your macros. Like, there's that whole weird system where you're like this percentage of fats and this yeah, percentage. Yeah, I of- can't do percentages. I, if I have to do that, I'm gonna fail because I'm not gonna. It's just also crazy making. It's like unless you have a medical reason for that. Well, yeah, does it make sense? No, there's no way that the moon cycle makes any sense for what you're eating. Right? Like, I, I, no, I, this diet is like so pseudoscience to me. And also, I mean, I definitely believe that the moon waning and waxing has the affects things on the earth. Obviously, it affects the ocean, right. it, it can affect people. But I don't think that this diet plan yeah. makes any fucking sense in relation no. to the moon. And it's who does it? I mean, it said Demi Moore did it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like, I don't care what celebrities do because they have an assistant who's like it's the wax moon (laughs) they have someone like telling them everything to do right like i could do anything if someone was just telling me what to do right and And, like making my food then i'll do any diet yeah except for that one i'm not doing that one so this diet is an old diet and diets from the victorian age are often oh boy pretty fucking stupid yeah this is called fletcherizing oh (laughs) also known as the chewing diet. This diet was created by Horace Fletcher in the early 1900s. He advised chewing your food 100 times before swallowing. 
Can you imagine? I mean, if you had to count to a hundred every time you took a bite of food, I wouldn't enjoy food at all. And a hundred times, you would get so sick of doing it that that's how you lose weight is because you're starving. You're just like, I'm not gonna. Bu- if I have to count one more time, his diet plan is literally making you hate food. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, like- it's just making you hate food. This is this was his slogan for his diet. He had a slogan. Mm-hmm. Nature will castigate those who don't masticate. <laughs> Jesus. He also advised mindful eating and to never eat when angry or sad. Which what? There goes the diet for me out the window. <laughs> those are my two favorite times That's to eat. That's the best time to eat. Yeah. Come on. I and mean, in fact, I'm usually angry because I haven't eaten. Right. <laughs> right. When I'm at my most angry. I am like the Snickers commercial. I'm like, oh, you need to eat, Desi. <laughs> right. That's why you're being a bitch. That's so crazy. I did I did see something about that diet before Fletcherizing, but I didn't read about what it was. I mean, because then there was also that thing. I th- feel like it was in the 90s where it was like, chew your food 32 times. My grandmother used to told me this diet tip. It's so bad. Like, I can't believe she told me. But she said to me one time, she's like, sometimes when I want to eat, <laughs> this is oh, so sad. No. She's like, I would, I'll just put food in my mouth and chew it to get the flavor and then spit it out. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. There was this, ep- there was this really great. Um- I remember doing it too. And I was like, I remember thinking... The hardest thing in the world is to not swallow food that tastes good in your mouth. Like, Dude. It's not satisfying at all just to get the taste. Like That is like an insane that's, thing that's that she That's not did. the point of it. Right. Like, there was this um, great scene in Sex and the City. It was one of the episodes where they went to LA and Miranda meets up with an old like friend of hers and he lives in LA now and they're out to dinner at this nice steak restaurant and they're eating their steaks and the guy is sitting there and he's going mm, 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 like he's chewing the steak and then he spits it out into his napkin and she's like what's what's wrong with your steak and he's like oh it's nothing it's great this is just my diet he's Ugh. like this is my diet that I'm on I just chew the food and she's like horrified. I obviously. have a vague memory of this now. Yeah, I mean that is like that was my grandma's diet. <laughs> it's terrifying. Okay, well that's the diet yeah. episode. Uh, all right, Bye. we'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene bonus episode. Hey. So I was looking through. Desi and I have uh, several docs that we share together of episode ideas and just we, a huge list of crimes we want to cover yeah. and stuff like that and bonus episode and bonus episode epi- ideas, ideas. and we we're all, always kind of struggling right. to figure out what we're going to do <clears throat> so i'm looking i'm trying to decide this past week what i'm going to do for our next bonus episode and i'm looking through our list of ideas for our bonus episodes and i see this written down <laughs> Danny Thomas TV star who founded St. Jude's Hospital hired prostitutes to shit on a glass table while he lay underneath and jerked off. <laughs> so I'm like out of town at my niece's like bridal shower and I get this text from Rachel <laughs> with that, an, a screen grab of that sentence and she's like, did you, <laughs> did you write this? And neither one 
of us have a memory of know, writing it. I don't know. Who How do I not that? have a memory of that? I, have no I mean, idea. I do kind of cut and paste and, and just put things in there without <laughs> looking, but I feel like there's no way I would forget that. How is that possible? Des, I was certain. I was certain. I was like, Desi, this is so funny. Did you put this on here? What is this? How do neither one of us remember? Did like a fairy come in and take a shit on our dock? Here's Here you go, girls. You've like, been good this year. First of all, I was like, who even is Danny Thomas? You didn't know who he was? No. I know him. Okay, well... Well, so I know him from those St. Jude's commercials, <laughs> which was what was so funny to me. I was like, how do you even put that he founded this St. Jude's Hospital for Children Dying of Cancer, basically, in the same sentence? Like, that's not a relevant detail. I mean, I guess it is a relevant detail because it makes it really fucking hilarious to me. But we, have, we all have many sides to us. Some of us want to found a hospital that saves children dying of cancer. And we also want to have a prostitute shit on our face. Or at least through glass. It's ty- more hygienic that way. It kind of reminds me of like um, the Sea World, where you can go through the glass tunnel and the sharks. <laughs> Let's not get gross Just about thinking it. Thinking of him under a table jerking off is insane to me, and it actually reminded me of something a long time ago. This is before people were screen grabbing everything, so I never thought to save it. I saw a Craigslist ad. Actually, a friend sent me a Craigslist ad because through my whole life, I've had friends who send me things that are, that are relevant to my fucking interest. Uh, and this is something that immediately got deleted. It was before I realized Craigslist ads disappeared. I thought it would always be there, so I didn't save it in any way. But it was a Craigslist ad for um, a sex like hookup situation. Yeah. Like, here's what I want. Do you want to do it? So the Craigslist ad was like, flowers in the attic... Uh, sex fantasy. Oh, that is okay. So I, I was like, that is my relevant. friend. Of course, immediately like sent it to me or sent me the link to it. Right. So I open it up, and it was um, a guy who wanted to fuck on a on a glass table and have the whole glass table sprinkled with powdered sugar. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Like in flowers in the like attic. In the, like in flowers like in the cookies. attic. Yeah. And he's like, and then we'll sprinkle powdered sugar, and then we'll fuck, and I'll eat your ass with the powdered sugar. Like it was like this disgusting, vile. Like, well, I mean, not vile. I'm I'm not king shaming, but it was like this totally crazy sex act with the powdered sugar made me fucking laugh. And on a glass table, I was like, why a glass table? But I think there is something where they want to see it, right? Or like go under, it's like and an like, aquarium. Yeah. Right, there's an aquarium aspect to it, right. but with like perversion. But like, if you shit on a glass table, like, I mean, that's like the glass probably fogs up a little bit. Oh, it gets a little steamy. Yeah, it's a hot steam <laughs> shit. It's like a Cleveland steamer, but in LA, <laughs> it's a more glamorous Cleveland steamer. Side note: I Flowers in the Attic has been one of my favorite movies since I was a kid. It it's legitimately so good. has everything I want in a movie. It has. A big scary mansion. It has a terrifying grandmother. It has a woman who's desperate to get rich at any cost. It has incest. (laughs) It has starving children in squalid conditions. And like two little and the and the little children were like child star cute. Oh yeah. They were like too cute. They were like like little little blonde dolls. Yeah. So then when they got murdered by arsenic cookies, there was like arsenic in the powdered sugar. One of them starved to death. Right. But one of them was poison, no? Yeah. Because he had to eat the donuts even though he knew that they were kind of... Right. Um, so yeah. So that story, the Danny Thomas, I don't remember... I think he was on a show called Make Room for Daddy. Yes, he okay. was. Yes, he was. So he was like a family show 
star. And his daughter is uh, Marlo Thomas, who was married to Phil Donahue. And she did the commercials for St. Jude's. When I was growing up, I would always see these like those 30 minute like infomercials. Where it's like they show you this children who are, you know, dying of cancer and it's like heartwarming and you want to donate all your money to St. Jude's. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like one of those commercials where it was just her talking about her father's legacy. She did not mention this legacy. (laughs) Let me tell you. So I did some investigation into this uh, because I needed to know. Yeah. And it turns out that this is a pretty unfounded rumor and that this is not that uncommon of a rumor, just like the stomach full of cum. So this is like a popular celeb rumor? Yeah, that celebs uh, like to have uh, the shit on the glass table as they lie underneath. Maybe they're jerking off, maybe they're not. Right. But I did find some forums. I did find a book that I think is, I think it's a satirical book. The book is called... um, one Hand Jerking Reports from an Investigative Journalist by oh. Paul Krasner. And he says, For many years I heard stories that comic actor Danny Thomas, the star of Make Room for Daddy, was a chorophagagiac. Is that like a shit lover? I guess. I've never heard that word. I assumed it was just another urban legend until I bumped into an old friend who is now working as a prostitute in Hollywood. Over lunch, she mentioned the names of some of her celebrity clients, including Danny Thomas. She told me how he had hired her to save her solid waist in her panties so he could (laughs) rub the panties on his face and gobble up her shit as though it was cotton candy. When he was finished, he would wash himself thoroughly and then pay her, and as if coming out of a trance, he'd say, where was I? He was trying to distance himself from what he had just done. Instant denial. Since then, I have believed that Danny Thomas's fundraising for St. Jude's Hospital was really for the purpose of having secret access to, to their bedpans. <laughs> so, <laughs> what the hell? This sounds like some serious slander here. That is insane. That, like he started a hospital to have access to bedpans. Come on. That is the most insane. Also, long con. I love the sentence where he starts off saying solid waste and then the next word is shit. It's like, well, why did you start to be less classy all of a sudden? <laughs> solid waste. You don't go from ex- excrement to duty. Right. It's okay. so yeah. I was laughing actually about the word defecation the other day. <laughs> you know me. Just sitting there thinking about words. I'm a logophile. Uh, and I actually find defecation to be more disgusting. It is. There's something about it. It's it. so it's, disgusting. It's a heavy word. I don't like it at all. So uh, my friend John Levenstein uh, tweeted something today where it was like a headline that said, public poopers are... Get, are <laughs> public poopers seem like they're never going to... Uh, they're unstoppable. And he said something like, that's because they're constantly making new... Product or something like that. <laughs> it's like, what is the? That is like the grossest. I'm sorry, I'm gonna kink shame, but that is the grossest kink you can have. It's unbelievable. To I me. don't get it. I've never gotten it. It's disgusting. Yeah. So I went on Urban Dictionary uh-huh. and eggs Danny Thomas style. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pop, popped up. Is that a sex act name? Yeah. Euphemism. Eggs Danny Thomas style. This uh-huh. is this is what it says. 
an act similar to the Cleveland steamer. This variation on it requires the man to lay under a glass table while the woman defecates on the glass above the man's chest. This was allegedly started by Danny Thomas when after having sex with a prostitute, he requested that she defecate on the glass table while he laid underneath it and watched. And then, you know, Urban Dictionary will have like an example of like a a sentence, how to say it in in a conversation. Hey, Betty, how about you give me a Cleveland steamer? Betty, how about eggs Danny Thomas style instead? John, that works too. I like that they both would know these sex acts. <laughs> what, but I'm confused what the eggs are. <laughs> That's what I'm confused too. <laughs> so it's like, I would think like... <laughs> Where sorry, the like, eggs come in? I'm thinking like, for me, that would mean I take a shit on my balls. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, I need to know. Where do the eggs I, come in? The, These Urban Dictionary people need to fucking get some continuity. <laughs> eggs and... So yeah. I went on another forum. Um, it was not a credible... Uh, website at all. Who the fuck cares but about was, credibility? <laughs> but it was a forum, right. and they were talking about the Danny Thomas rumor, and they uh, were talking about how at Cantor's Deli, which is a famous shitty deli in LA, <laughs> don't restaurant at us. that only shiksas like. Uh, some shiksas don't. <laughs> some shiksas like Desi don't, but Desi's an honorary Jew. That's right. I dubbed her that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, at Cantor's Deli, they have a sandwich called the Danny Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> And no one in the know would ever order it. <laughs> and uh, someone on uh, this website was saying how it's very suspicious that the Danny Thomas is number two on the menu. <laughs> is it? <laughs> okay, wait. I did some journalism, Desi. I did some investigation on this. I went on my Postmates app and... I- <laughs> And I just pretended like I was going to order this. Now, while the Danny Thomas sandwich was listed on the app, there wasn't any numerical oh. corresponding, but I did think that was- <laughs> That's a really good point, whoever lied about it. But I, I love it. I need to know what the fuck is in this sandwich. What's in it? Hot bologna. <laughs> and that's what he you, called his shit. You, <laughs> <laughs> you have a choice of either hot bologna or hot salami. That's what it Jesus says. Christ. That is disgusting. I have never- Wait. I have a number two story. Okay. 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 So look, I told you I went to my niece's uh, bridal shower, this thing, and they're clearing out this outdoor area for where the wedding's going to be. And they were scavenging for like succulents because it's in the desert. Mm-hmm. And they found um, an empty, a chair with the seat blown out. And underneath <laughs> the seat, there was a pile of shit and a toilet paper roll. <laughs> So they suspect that the workers who were clearing it made like a makeshift toilet and they were shitting in this like, like a formal chair that they had cut the seat out <laughs> and everyone was like horrified. Like a hotel banquet chair? Yeah, like a hotel banquet chair with like the seat cut out and they were sh- there was shit oh underneath. God. I know. Okay. So there was like a shit filled weekend. Then I was at this bridal shower. Okay. This is me in public places with people. I'm not very good. Someone said... At some point, they were talking about someone's babies, and they they were like, "Oh, I didn't realize you had another. Your son had another baby, so that's number two. <laughs> and the woman the woman said, "Yeah, that's number two. And I said, "They call him shit for short." 
And, and no one laughed. Well, no one laughed except for a few of my friends who were like literally crying. And then I could not stop laughing. I was like so amused by myself that it was such an inappropriate thing to say about someone's grandchild. But because it was such a poop situation, I had no choice but to say the joke, even though I knew it was wrong. I could not stop laughing at my own joke. I was like literally wheezing. I was like, <gasps> I started crying. I was laughing so hard and everyone was just staring at me. I was so amused by my own joke. That's the best is when you make a joke that's not even that funny but it's so stupid it's that you're so like it was so laughing. stupid and because it fit in with the whole shit story from before i was just like it's a <laughs> shit weekend i was just like come on like it's a callback almost anyways it was insane so there, yeah there's a new movie that just came out one of my twitter friends mentioned it she was like what the fuck is this it's called like poop talk oh god and i was like wait is that real that has it's to the be danny fake. thomas story <laughs> <laughs> poop talk it's starring kumail uh nanjiani who i fucking love oh really and like dr drew pinsky and adam carolla's in it and um is it a documentary glazer yeah it's like a documentary about poop oh okay and i was like i have to watch this do they talk about danny thomas and like charles lawton <laughs> oh my and, like, god the yeah. shit sand with the shit <laughs> Another famous male. Ew, I'm so disgusted by hot baloney. I, <laughs> I want to know how. I want to go to Candor's and be like, how popular is this sandwich? How right. how? Because he's not even a very popular star. Do you move the sandwich. Yeah. How often do you move <laughs> hot baloney? How how long does it take to pass? <laughs> the BM. The B- here's the, here's the thing about Candor's. You I, will have a BM. If <laughs> You would have a BM. I um I really like their potato salad because it's full of sugar. Uh, oh. I know that's tough. Like, is disgusting. it like the German style? No, it's oh. not German style. It's just regular, like very deli, like yeah, with a white sweet trash mayo deli. Kind of. Yeah, I really like their potato salad there. I do not eat at Cantor's a lot. Uh, I don't. It's think- a late night place. Like that's usually the only time I've gone when there's yeah. no other option. And, and I I'm not happy about and it. And I don't. And I feel like it's consensus amongst most LA Jews that it's like, okay, that's for like non-Jews to eat at. Right. It has a history and I think that's why a lot of people like it yeah, and maybe like oversell it. The food is not good. The food is not good. And look, have I had a good poppy seed roll there before? Yes, I have. They do have some okay pastries there. Right. Would I eat a hamantash in there? No, because I don't eat hamantashins anywhere. Right. I think it's a terrible pastry I'm sorry. I have no idea what that is. I'm not that Jewish. I'm not that honorary Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, that's the Danny eggs, Danny Thomas style. I would I now here's how Cantor's that the move they should really make is they should have a breakfast dish called eggs, Danny Thomas, or a style. breakfast sandwich, even eggs, Danny Thomas yeah. style with bologna and eggs on it. Ugh. It's fucking disgusting. Hot bologna. Yeah, that Ugh. seems like it should be a sex act. It really does. The hot bologna. If yeah. You can come up with yeah, a good idea. Send us, send us what you think a hot bologna would be. <laughs> I feel like a hot bologna okay. <laughs> would be like fucking a girl in the ass and she shits <laughs> and it gets soft. <laughs> That's my instant hot bologna guess. I really like that. Thank you. I really like yeah, that. You know. I think it has to be with an uncircumcised dick though. Okay. So when it gets soft, there's an extra... Well, l- uncircumcised because... Is bologna very Jewish? No. I mean, come on. Right. Bologna. That doesn't seem like a particularly Jewish meat. So no. it has to be uncircumcised. Yeah. 
But also just because like the skin gets right, and soft. it's sort of floppy like a bologna right. slice. Right. Okay. I okay. think I think we got it. Let's. We're gonna enter our. Um, Thank you for paying money for this. <laughs> yeah. It seems really. <laughs> it seems worth it to me. It does. I don't know. I'm gonna go put that hot bologna on Urban Dictionary. Please give me an upvote. Wait, 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 wait. I need to look right now on Urban Dictionary if hot bologna is something. Oh, I'll be so sad if someone has it, but I'll still be better. I'm I'm sure. Urban Dictionary. Sorry, this is really important research that I'm doing right. for the show. Sometimes you get to have an inside look at our research Ooh. technique. Ooh. <laughs> is it, ex- it has to exist. What is it? Okay, there's a couple things. The f- top definition is... Best damn sandwich ever. Ew. Thick cut bologna fried in a cast iron skillet covered in hot sauce and served on cheap white bread. So Cons- they would order the Danny Thomas. Considered a staple food in West Virginia and Kentucky. We should ask James Fritz if, yeah. that's a, if okay. he's had a bologna. Wait. Um, okay. And there's one other. A moniker for someone who is very attractive but alone. What? These definitions suck. These are Desi, you need to make a move. I gotta do my hot bologna. You need to make a move. Although maybe what I've just described is already in a, a sex act that has another euphemism. You have to end this episode. <laughs> okay. Right now. This is like illegal. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.